What's up, everybody? This is Andrew May. You are listening to Story and Growth. Katie May will be taking this episode solo today. She is talking about surrender. She's here to shoot the shit and be real. That sounds like something you're into. Let's go. everyone. This is Katie and I'm here today with my very first solo episode. I'm so glad to be with you today. And I just had a few thoughts I wanted to share about this concept of surrender. It's something that has been coming up for me now for the last several weeks. And it's something that I wanted to talk about because I think through the last year, We've all been challenged and faced with different aspects of life that we've tried to control or maybe realized we had been controlling or trying to control too tightly. And I think one of the eye openers of COVID and 2020 and the pandemic is really how can we relinquish some of that control? How can we learn to let go? How can we release And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today because as a mom coach, one of the things that comes up a lot of times, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, when I am meeting with moms, a lot of times they are coming to to see me because they feel like they've lost control. And those are their words that I just need to get back into control of my life or get back into control of my kids. And when I first started hearing that, I was like, wow, like I can totally resonate with that because I used to really like to control things too. And the older I'm getting, the more I'm doing my own personal growth work, I'm actually starting to understand that the areas of my life that I want to control the most are often the very areas that I need to release. I need to let go I need to relinquish that control and just surrender. So for me, that's looked a lot like really evaluating my relationships. First of all, my relationship to myself and how have I tried to really control my emotions or control certain aspects of my being or the roles I play to fit into a certain type of box, right? I think we are so good at trying to fit in that we forget what we really actually want is to belong. And I love Brene Brown so much and I feel like I quote her all the time, but she talks a lot about this and that what we really desire as human beings isn't to fit in, right? We that that in itself means that we are trying to change the essence of who we are to be liked or loved, right, by other people. And that's not really what we want. So at our soul's core, what we actually really desire is to belong. And first we have to learn how to belong to ourselves. First we have to really learn to embrace who we are at the core of our being when we can let all of the roles and all of the different things that the world and our culture have put upon us Um, about ways that we should be, right? Instead of actually the way that we are internally. 
And it's just gotten me really thinking about that. So first, you know, how can I release some of this control that I feel within myself to have to be a certain way because that's what they say I should be? And then what does that look like in my relationships? What does that look like in my career? What does that look like in building a business? What does that look like um, as I help you know, with Andrew's business and we're working together on things that are challenging us at times. So I just think about this concept of surrender and kind of challenge you a little bit to, to do some reflecting yourself. So if, if you will kind of follow me through a little practice right now, I want you to think about something in your life that's really a struggle right now. And it could be anything. It could be a relationship. It could be a job. It could be struggling to find a job. It could be just feeling out of sorts, maybe having some feelings of anxiety, maybe some feelings of depression. Maybe you just kind of feel restless and you don't even know how to name it. But just think about something in your life right now that's challenging you. And I want you to think about this thing actually being a teacher right? So often when things get difficult in our lives, we are, I don't know if it's something we're taught or just something we kind of pick up on, but we're taught to really run away from something hard, right? We're, we're taught to push it down or to ignore it, maybe numb out from it or escape it. So just for this moment, if you can allow yourself to really um, just invite that thing in, invite that difficulty in, Imagine that you're sitting down at a table and you both have a cup of tea or coffee and you're going to have a conversation with this challenging thing in your life. And I want you to ask it, what are you here for? Why are you showing up for me right now? What are you here to teach me? How are you here to show me another part of myself or um, part of relationship or something that I need to know and see what it says. Maybe take a journal out, maybe take a piece of paper and a pen and just jot down anything. If you're driving, obviously don't do this, but maybe come back to this exercise and just jot down anything that comes up for you right now. What is this difficult thing in your life Maybe it's a feeling, an emotion. Maybe it's a thought. Maybe it's a relationship, like I said, a a big decision you're having to make. Maybe it's a loss. Maybe it's a grief. Absolutely anything that you're struggling with. I want you to think about it as a teacher. And just write anything at all that comes up as you ask it its purpose in your life right now. And simply by doing this, I ask you to see if it might just be opening up a little bit of surrender in you. Because you see, the thing is, we are very complex, but we're also at the core of our being very simple. Most of us just really want to be seen, heard, and loved and know that we matter. And when we can hold space for ourselves, when we can acknowledge the difficulties the things that we're carrying around, we can start to surrender and open up and release 
and really find that sometimes those shadows, sometimes that pain, it's really there for a very specific purpose. And I don't say this to try to put a bandaid over something difficult that you've gone through. I'm not a big fan of that. Everything happens for a reason because I don't necessarily believe everything happens for a reason, but I think that the meaning that we can derive from the difficulties and the pain and the things that we go through in life as human beings, because we, none of us, we all, all will encounter some type of struggle or pain or suffering because we're human. But if we can learn to integrate those shadows, learn to transmute that difficulty, what I'm realizing is we can actually turn it into our gold. We can actually see more light through the shadow, right? There's this whole thing called alchemy, which yes, if you're like a science nerd, you might know as turning lead into gold, but it's also a spiritual process and practice that I've been learning and reading about, and I'm nowhere near an expert of any sort on it, but it comes up when I talk about this a lot because it's like we all have lead in our lives, right? We all have things that weigh us down. We all have the shadows, the pain, the things that we go through that are really hard and challenging. We all have that. And it's really easy to get stuck in that, right? It's really easy to think, why me? Or to really let your mind go into the rabbit hole of despair. And I I challenge you to, one, hold space, right? It's good to hold space for those feelings. It's good to hold space and let yourself feel what you need to feel. So I'm not saying like, oh, just sweep it under the rug and move on and make it gold. No, I'm saying hold space for it. Sit with it. But don't get stuck in the pain. So finding ways to move through that pain, through the despair that we might feel, the anxiety that it brings sometimes, if we can find our way through it and give ourselves the grace and the compassion that we all deserve and are worthy of, on the other side of that is a whole new world of opportunity, of abundance and compassion and peace that I think sometimes we completely block ourselves from. And so if you can sit with it for just this moment and ask what it's here to teach you, I think you're going to be pretty curious to see what it says. So take some notes on that. The other thing I want to talk about today is just this whole concept of things taking time. I think so often in life, we kind of look around. I know I'm so guilty of looking around at other people's businesses or Instagram and, you know, even moms or families and like, oh, they just, it looks so easy and they have it all together and it must just come naturally for some people. And the more I talk to people, especially people who have been very, very successful, they say, and I'm seeing it now in my own life, um, no, it's not simple. It's actually just the process, right? You have to be patient with the process of what it takes to create 
a life that is most true and beautiful to you. It's not going to happen overnight. Nothing happens overnight. There is no overnight success. There is no person that has just, you know, blinked their eyes and snapped their fingers and made everything in their life happen like that. Like that just doesn't exist. I don't believe it does. Maybe somebody out there can correct me if I'm wrong. But all this to say, if you are struggling and you're looking around and you're finding yourself comparing to other people, remind yourself that you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And it's also a beautiful place to take your next step from. You see, so often, and I'm working through something like this in my own life, we expect and think we need to see the whole staircase. We think I, if I'm going to do this thing, then I need to know all the details or I need to see every aspect of what that's going to look like before I make a move. And the reality is, (laughs) if you wait for the whole staircase, you will never get there. Because you have to start with taking the first step. And most of the time when you start taking the first step, you can't see the whole staircase. That's just not how it's supposed to work. And that's really where faith has become so real to me. I know on here we have talked about Andrew and I both with our deconstruction from Christian faith. And what I've found on the other side of that is a really beautiful faith to me that is about trust, that is about connection and channeling a higher energy and a higher spirit and a higher power. And you can call it God, you can call it source, spirit, whatever you want to call it. I personally believe it's all the same energy. But that is to me where faith has come in now in my life is realizing that you can take that step And you will take the next step and you're going to be supported. You're going to be held and loved at every step, but you aren't going to be able to see the whole staircase. But when you look back, you will see all the steps that made that possible and the staircase that was built because you were willing to take that first step. The other thing we all get so caught up in, and I am so guilty of this, is really being focused so much on the past, so much on the things that have happened before, or being so focused on the future. Like, I need to do this to get here, and this is where I'm going, and I need to focus on this. And I think there's value in visiting both of those places, right? But can we can we look back at our past experiences and say, What if those experiences brought me to this very place and they helped me to get exactly where I'm supposed to be right now to take that next right step, right? Because so often we look back and we have regret or we have trauma or we have struggle that we have been hanging on to. We have a lot of stories and a lot of programming. Most of the things are not even ours to own or carry, but we're carrying them. So could we look back and we can't change the past. We can't change what's happened to us. But can we change the way that we relate to our past? Can we change the story around our past? The one that we are telling ourselves into more of a story of empowerment. And when we think about our future, 
can we vision it with high intention but low attachment? Can we put it out there? Can we say, this is how I want to be in the world. This is, I can see it and I want to do this and I want to be that, but not attach so closely to the outcome that we miss what's right in front of us, that we miss the gifts we have, that we miss the abundance that's in our life right this minute. Can we hold space to give gratitude to the people in our lives right now, to the career opportunities that we have right now, to the money that we have right now, even if it's not enough per se, not quite where we want to be yet, but can we honor it? Can we stay in the moment of what is long enough to connect to that space because that's all we really have. You see, we don't have the future and we've lived the past, but all we really have right now is this breath, this moment right in front of us. So how can we ground ourselves, center ourselves into this time and space? And then the last thing is to take care of us, right? Take care of you. So often, I don't know how men feel about this as much as women, but I talk to so many women, a lot of moms, but we take care of so many other people, parents, kids, work, all the things, right? All the things How can we make sure that we are making enough time and space to take care of ourselves? How can we surrender to what we need in the day and decide that in this moment right now, I'm going to take this time for me because if I don't, if I keep ignoring and I keep putting myself on the back burner, I'm carrying dis-ease, dis-ease in my body I'm carrying that with me and that can only go on for so long before we become ill before our physical body starts to take on that disease and creates disease in our body so how can we release and surrender to the parts of ourselves that need extra love and extra care If you are continuing to dig these episodes, you can write us a review at Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. If you want to pick up some of our merch, you can do so at allegoryandelm.com slash shop. You can get a shoot the shit and be real hat or a tri-blend shirt. If you want to connect with us on Instagram, Katie is at Embrace Yourself Whole. Andrew is at Allegory and Elm. Thanks so much for listening. Your story matters. Cheers. Cheers.